You're listening to We All Go Forward, a podcast on self-leadership through setbacks. With ownership, action, and growth, be set back, only to be catapulted forward into a more progressed, truer you. Hey, and welcome to the very first episode of We All Go Forward podcast. I'm super excited because... If you're listening, that means we have launched and boy, oh boy, (laughs) has it been a ride, but we are here. I think with any um, first leap into any new territory, there will be, of course, excitement, but of a degree of nerve wrackingness and anxiety. Um, But I was reassured um, because I was reminded that um, this is not my first time speaking to large crowds of people, let alone large crowds of strangers who I believe will become friends. Um, but yeah, that was really nice to kind of just think I'm using that muscle again, just in a different area. And so we're here. If you are tuning in and you are not my mom, my sisters, my cousins, or <laughs> some close friends, I'm going to assume it's because the words we all go forward resonate with you in some form or fashion. And that's great because they resonate with me as well. It has been about five years and counting since I first took some sort of action um, on We All Go Forward and even more than that um, from when they were, I first felt inspired, wrote them down and tried to explain to myself what it was that I was um, creating. So January 2018, it was my birthday. And um, I, yes, I was going to celebrate, we're going to turn up. But I also felt a conviction, a really strong one around some things that I was frustrated about. And if I could sum it up, I would say that I get really frustrated in general, not just specifically at that moment, but in general about underestimating both yourself and when we're underestimated by others around us. It's a really big point for me because I hate when I've done that to myself. And I also, um, you know, obviously nobody loves it when it comes from an external source. And so nonetheless, I started to, I was seeing a lot of that in my neighborhood and community that clearly there's some unhealthy mindsets that have caused you to um, underestimate your life's worth, others people's lives, um, life's worth, and to lead to behaviors that are very damaging. And so I felt like I convinced you to do something about it. And so I wrote down this messaging and I asked my friend to create a bookmark, something short and sweet, but something that really people could look at that audience at that time and, and be reminded of what I wanted them to understand. And so it said something around the, uh, uh something like, I'm celebrating 30 some odd years of life, yet I'm wishing for you to have 30 some more. Um, because I felt like lives were physically getting cut short, but also potential. Um, and that's, that's how damaging mindsets, um, unhealthy mindsets are. And so I went on to say that, um, you know, imagine if you could just look at this every year and have a reminder that someone is rooting for you in life. Not just that, that whatever obstacles you are facing, that life can and will be more than what you currently see and know of it. And so on the back of that, there were five tips to hashtag go forward in life. And what I will say about those five five tips are that recently I made a post just um, deciding to put those five tips out again. And I added on um, just some knowledge that I have picked up over the years that accentuated those five tips. It didn't change them. And that felt really good because I, I, it reminded me or it made me feel like I had stumbled, stumbled upon some truth and some real gold there. And what I would say is that 
in this podcast, I believe that because essentially what we're talking about is strategy. I was giving them strategy, whatever principle or whatever tactic or whatever strategy we come to talk about on this podcast on how to go forward in life. I believe that it will fall under one of those umbrellas and that feels really great. And so strategy is an important word because that almost always comes from another person. And I'll tell you why that is important when it comes to we all go forward. As I said, in my initial trying to make sense of it, I thought it was, and it is to a degree, a movement, right? I remember writing down that every time we wake up, essentially, it is an opportunity and a challenge. Life is literally saying, I challenge you to pursue your best self. And pursue is such an important word. It's an action word because we have to literally chase down the better version of ourselves daily, daily guys. It's work because the alternative will always be present. It will always be present to make bad decisions. It will always be present to to just do things the wrong way, right? In a way that's going to cut our potential short. But the choice between life and death is ever present and we have to choose wisely. And so part of the way that we choose is by one, recognizing when things Recognizing when we've had, when we've experienced so much like hardship or um, obstacles in life that we have now developed, picked up some low expectations, right? For us and the world around us. And it's important that we recognize that because once we do, that's how we can say, whatever's unhealthy, I'm going to peel it away like an onion and whatever. And not just that, you have to recognize what is healthy. So now you can like pack that on and your decisions on how and when and what you'll peel away and what you'll pack on at the end of that rainbow of your life's decisions will be the person, your future self, essentially that best version of yourself, because life is a compilation of our decisions. And so while you're making decisions, you have to have in view and vision what you wish to be. Your past, your present, and future self are ever-present always. Essentially, what you will be is based on what you decide today while learning from your past. And so executing all of that is a skill. Skills are learned and taught. We don't have to know it all. No, we, I I should say, yes, we are unique and that is amazing. That's how we stand out. That's our own um, imprint on this earth. But we are not equipped with every skill and every talent and every gift or else we wouldn't need anybody. So that is exactly why, though we're unique, we still need what someone else has to offer. And so if I continue to pick up skills while sharing skills, and if you do the same, then I'll go forward you'll go forward and you get it. We'll all go forward. And so let's just kind of get into um, our slogan. I don't know if you heard my catchy, the catchy um, introduction there, um, self-leadership through setbacks. Yes, that's the slogan for this podcast. And um, self-leadership is a big word, so big. I'm going to say I'm from the generation um, and I, I don't think it's ever going out of style culturally, but definitely in my generation, I feel like the words purpose and leadership we're just pushed heavy, heavy. And, um, but when you think about it, when people are like, go after your purpose, you're like, but what is my purpose? And, um, you're a leader. <laughs> I'm extra y'all. Sorry. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep it cool. I'm trying to stay chill. But when I just, it's a little quiet. When it get a little quiet around you, you start, um, I start doing crazy things. But that's how I imagine a voice in my head, you know, be a leader. 
That's how they sound. And um, the leader people. But then you're like, a leader of who? You know, they don't tell you those things, you know? Woo, woo, woo. It's like you have to really be intentional, which, you know, we do, to understand what that means. And it's, it's probably implied. It's not malicious. But when you think about it, lead who and how do I, you can't just decide to be a leader. One, you just tell people I'm your leader. That's dictatorship. But also, sometimes we get it mixed up because of titles and roles and people say, well, you're in a leadership position. But guess what? What I've learned is that leadership is influence. And um, it is. And the thing about influence is that it has to be given to you, meaning you can't, no matter what you do, you could be the best, all you could be, be all that you can be in the army. No, I'm going I'm to move on. Um, you could be the best at what you're doing, but unless somebody decides to gift you influence over their lives, it doesn't matter. You're not leading them. And um, that really mind blown for me um, because it's just, it just means it, you have to think about well, what type of person would someone want to give influence over their lives? And it has l- much less to do with your title. It has much less to do with what you call yourself or what you say you are. And it has everything to do with who you actually are. And so that's why self-leadership becomes very important because the most important person you'll ever lead in this life is yourself. I'll be honest. You might say, she not dropping no gems. That's fine. Cause I'm gonna tell you, that was a gem for me. Woo. <laughs> when I, when I learned that I was an adult, I'm telling y'all too much honest stuff already. I was an adult. It was yesterday. It wasn't yesterday. It was a few years ago. But when I learned that, I was like, yes. Why, why, why is this hitting me so hard as it is? The most important person that you will ever lead in this life is yourself. Because if you can't lead yourself anywhere, you can't lead anybody else anywhere. And for those who you, of you who are thinking that, well, it was never my desire to lead anybody, anybody, not, you might think so, but that's not necessarily true. Even on a, basic and that's not basic at all level of being a parent. I'm a parent. You, once you decide to have children, you become a leader. So it's not, we've been tricked to think sometimes, or we maybe not tricked again. I don't want to make it seem like it's malicious, the leader people, whoever they are, (laughs) be a leader. Um, We've been somehow we picked up the thought process that you know, we're only leaders when we run Fortune 500s or when we are the managers or whatever. And, you know, sometimes, again, that's leadership by title. It doesn't make you a leader. It's influence. And so let's just use the example of being a parent. When you're a parent, you are leading children. You need to be an example. It's less about what you call yourself. We all know people, if it's not your personal experience of uh, you might be my parent biologically, but were you my parent in influence? And so, learning to self-lead yourself, you know, I get, I feel like we already getting deep, but just being able to become a person where somebody can say what you are in this arena, there are many different areas of life. My pastor always says there's a life pie, right? So you got physical, um, your physical area, you have your emotional area, you have your financial area, spiritual, you know, there's, there's a few sections, but the point is, when you become, we're all, we're all going to be pursuing getting better in all of those areas forever. There's, you know, once you kind of attain, you know, whatever, forever, I'm going to get to that. But, um, you know, the point is, if, if you become someone that is an example in that area, that you're, you've become somebody who can, that somebody wants to look at and essentially say, 
I would like you to influence me, then that is leadership. So regardless, um, we, we, we want to be able to self-lead, lead ourselves first, and particularly for this podcast through setbacks. And why setbacks? Well, you know, I had to come up with my own definition for setbacks because it's my podcast. So if not, I would be failing y'all already. But I define setbacks as undesirable, unexpected outcomes. And yes, let that sit. Undesirable, you don't want them. Unexpected, you don't see them coming. Outcomes. And I'm just going to also throw in there inevitable because you cannot avoid setbacks. I know we like to think that life is going to be perfect. Life is going to be easy. There are many, many things we can avoid. Don't get me wrong because there's some of us who be like, um, I robbed that bank and they came to lock me up. And I don't know why that's a setback. Oh, what I'm going to tell you, that's not a setback. That's a that's a consequence. OK, so just let's not go uh, robbing banks and locking nobody. And, well, robbing banks and thinking that there won't be, you know, consequences, whatever. But the point is, there are things that we don't prefer that happen, even if we've done tried to do our very best. Right. That's why it sucks. Um, and that's why we don't see them coming. And that's why we don't want them. But regardless, they they happen in this life. And what I want to prove to you guys in this introductory introductory episode is not just that setbacks will come, but why they end up being necessary in this life. And so how we respond, self-leadership preferably, is crucial, crucial, crucial. So let's um, continue and kind of get into it a little bit more. So setbacks, they're going to be negative, right? Nobody wants one. You don't want to be set back in life. Um, or you don't want an interruption that just really seems to blow everything up in life. Um, so they're negative. But the thing about negative experiences is that they could be real, truly negative, or they could just be perceived negative. We can think of a hundred million examples that fit that category. Like there's something that's truly negative that this was terrible. It should have never happened. I'm very sorry it happened. And there are things that happen in our lives. Like, you know, we could throw in even an example of a breakup. Um, not all breakups, but many breakups where you break up and you feel like, oh my gosh, this was the bar- the worst thing that ever happened to me. And about a year down the line, you're like, you know what? That wasn't so bad. Let me get another one. Two orders, a breakup, please. Um, but negative and perceived. But the thing about whether they're uh, real or perceived, I meant to say, is that to your brain, it doesn't matter if it's real or not real. Um, your brain is going to have a negative response because once it sees it as negative, it thinks it's negative. And so essentially what we're talking about is like the fight or flight response, which you know I know everybody has heard of, but I want to talk about that response and just kind of um, create a picture similarly in terms of what happens to us emotionally. So when you hit a negative response, there is some of us, you kind of get all these hormones, adrenaline builds up, and that's preparing you to either fight or flight. And so for some of us socially or emotionally, let's say a setback happens, a negative negative situation. And you might say, well, Kim, my response traditionally, because it becomes a learned (laughs) thing, is to fight. I fight. 
girl, I likes to fight. And some of us, <laughs> we actually, literally, not just emotionally, uh, we like to fight. But emotionally, what that looks like, there's two sides to the coin. So the good side of you being a fighter might be that you are very resilient and pat yourself on the back. Woohoo! The other side of that coin might be that your fight is um, you're angry, you get, uh, you get very um, defensive. And so that's not as good. And we're not judging those people. This is all about growth plans. So we're not judging. We're just locating where we are. <laughs> and so let's say then there's other of us, others of us who in a negative experience, you might say, well, Kim, I flight. And that might look like on the positive side, it might look like you set up boundaries. Okay. You're like, you know what? This is not within my bandwidth to deal with on this Tuesday afternoon. It's not a Tuesday afternoon for me. I'm just saying. Um, but on the other side of the coin, you might say, I fly in terms of you avoid all things like it's nobody's business. You won't deal with it. Even if it's impacting you very negatively. No bueno. We don't want that. So regardless of whether you fight or flight, if you know anything about it, like hormonally, after all that adrenaline and you perceive or feel like that that negative thing is gone or that terrifying, scary thing was is gone, you kind of hit this um, settling stage where you your body tries to normalize everything and you you try to, um, what, should, what do I want to say? Normalize and I guess... Uh, you want to recover. That's what it is. Recover from the stress that you felt because essentially it's stress. Um, it's a stress response. So now emotionally, after we fight, after we flight, this recovery place is really what I want to hone in on. When we think that the negative experience is all gone and now we're just kind of settled down, what? how are you recovering and what are you recovering from? Are you a person who now, because of the negative experience, you become jaded? Have you become more cynical? Have you become so guarded to the point that you feel like relationship or connection is not for you? Are you so jaded or are you so guarded to the point that now you're, I don't know, you're beating your own self up, right? And now you consider your own self not smart, not worthy, just because you failed at something. So these are all things that we kind of need to look at when we're all done that fight and, and flighting and we're, and we're trying to recover, but we're not looking at what essentially what baggage we have picked up or what damage has been done. And so I kind of want to submit to you guys that when we hit a setback, and when we decide to not deal with it in a healthy manner, and what what when we decide to not deal with it in a healthy manner, manner, what it ends up looking like is stagnation. Because if we're not progressing and self-leading through that setback, then essentially we're moving stagnant. Regardless if you feel like, nope, I'm moving around, I'm still raising my family, I'm still going to work, I'm still doing... Well, guess what? You can still raise a family and your kids see nothing but, you know, bitterness. You can still go to work and your coworkers see this person needs therapy. And so even though we think like we're moving and we're progressing, you can just be pitter-pattering those feet and those arms, but all the while, overall, as a person, you're extremely, extremely stagnant. And so um, I want I had this example that I wanted to like paint for you guys in terms of what stagnation looks like and what we're doing when we're deciding to not lead ourselves through setbacks. So just imagine... Yes, this, this is like therapeutic. Imagine that you are standing in a crowd of hundreds to thousands of people and everybody's moving forward. Everybody's going forward. But yet you decide to plant your feet firm and you said, nope, 
I'm not going to move. Now, just imagine that they're pushing all against you and you're trying your very best to stay still. Imagine how much strength or how much, I don't even want to use the words, well, strength that you'll lose. Imagine how much energy you're exerting to try to stay still against this current that's moving forward. And so time, when it comes to us, again, socially, emotionally, however you want to look at it, time is not standing still for any of us. Um, if we could define life in any way, we, I would define life as movement. Many people would, right? Vitality. What lets us know that something is alive is movement. When you see a little doggy strutting across the street, you're like, that dog is alive, okay? And, and um, I was thinking, you know, smart Alex. Well, not even just smart Alex. My child would be one to be like, yeah, well, trees don't move and they're alive. And I, and, and I would say, yes, they don't look like they're moving. But even on a cellular level, there's going to be movement if there's life. Do we all agree? Let the church say yay. Everybody say amen. Yes. And I'll even use, I'm a nurse. So all my ICU nurses, woo, woo, what's that, what's that? ICU nurses. We have our our lovely sedated patients, okay? They are sedated. And sometimes the family members, they'll walk in and they'll see somebody intubated, sedated. And they'll be like, oh my gosh, they're on death doorstep. They might be. Could be very critical. However, just because somebody's not moving because they're sedated doesn't mean that they're, that they're, you know, it's going at what badly, but definitely doesn't mean that they're dead because they're not. Um, but what we have are monitors, right? That show electrical movement. I'm having a little geeky moment. They show electricity and that electricity is forming a tracing, which is indicating that there is heart rhythm and heartbeat. You have arterial tracing, which is essentially tracing of blood moving through your arteries with every heartbeat. So that even in something that appears still, if there is movement, then there is life. Y'all with me? Okay. Y'all with me today? I know y'all with me. So life equals movement. So time is not standing still, guys. Everything around us, like that crowd, is pushing forward. Hear what I'm saying. I'm not saying that we have to follow crowd. No, what I'm saying is that when life is very natural for anything that's alive to progress and to move forward. And when everything around us is doing such and yet us on account of setbacks, specifically on account of setbacks, when life gets hard, when we get punched in the gut by something that we didn't prefer, we didn't desire, we didn't expect, but yet it was inevitable, it's coming anyway, when we decide for every time that hits us to be stagnant, how much strength, how much energy are we exerting, are we wasting on account of trying to be still? What would be more natural and what is more true to who we are as human beings is to move forward, whatever that looks like for you. So progression is forward motion. And even if you go and define it, you got to thank God for good old uh, Webster. Webster Dictionary, I'm just going to let you know, defines progress as forward or onward movement toward a destination. Come on, y'all. Really? Really? Perfect. And guess what? If you look up setback, a setback is defined as a reversal in progress. My goodness. My God. Um, and that's just, that just sums it all up. I'm not, I don't even have to say anything else about that. However, what I will point out is that I love that it says onward or forward movement toward a destination because it, do, it does not say onward for, forward movement towards perfection. Oh, we're getting deep now. We're getting deep. 
Destination does not equal perfection. I'm going to let that settle in. Mm-hmm. For all the perfectionists, yes, I am one guilty. I'm, I'm recovering. Well, not recovered, recovering. Come on, somebody. Um, destination does not equal perfection. It doesn't. Um, it was T.D. Jakes. I love T.D. Jakes. He's really good. Who said in a message one time that here is never, he, what did he say? Here is not there or here is never there. Here never feels like there. That's what it is. We're just going to go with that. And I'm going to break that down. So what he's saying is that, you know how you're, you're on level A. Let's just say we're on level A. And then we're thinking like, oh, the second I get to level B, life is going to be perfect. As soon as I get that job, I'll finally be happy. As soon as I get that man or woman, I'm definitely going to just have all these great um, forgiving skills. <laughs> I'll become the best partner ever as soon as I get that partner, even though I'm extremely angry and extremely passive aggressive right now. Um, Or as soon as I get this money, I'll be, you know, content with myself. I'll have self-esteem. We think all these things, right? We think that there's definitely this place of perfection where everything will just be great when we arrive. However, when we finally get from here to there, it's not to discourage you from getting there. We often realize, hmm. Here is not there, not what I thought it was going to be. Here is just here because now I'm at another level and I realize that there is another there that I'm trying to get to. I probably confuse a lot of people with a lot of here and there, but I think you guys got me. So essentially when we're saying destination does not equal perfection, it just means it's a destination because once we arrive to that destination, that's just it. We've arrived there and there will always be more places to go if we are progressing and If you start to think that that's a negative thing and life sucks because, you know, some of us, you know, I'm guilty of that sometimes. We'll just hear things like that and be like, oh, I'm shutting down. Just forget it. I won't attain to anything. No, I started thinking and I felt like this was the best way to word this, that, wow, it's, it's almost better that we are imperfect, even if that wasn't the original intent for the world, for humanity, um, whatever it is, in a divine plan, imperfection can still work out to be the most quote unquote perfect thing that could ever happen to us. And I'll tell you why. Because the fact that we're imperfect, it means that there is never a lid. There's never a cap to where we can arrive, to what we can attain, to what we can learn, right? Because that just means that when, if you're just looking at it as, oh, when I get to A, I have to shoot for level B, it's never over. Or you can look at it, when I get to A, I can shoot to level B and there'll be more levels and there's, and it's never over. You see what? <laughs> I thought I really said something there. I did though, a tone, tone and perspective and focus, but it's true. We are the only species on this earth that we can be, uh uh-oh, here we go. It's it's getting good. We can get wiser. We can get more fulfilled. These are the words in my introduction. I know there's a purpose. There's a reason for this. And we can evolve. We can evolve, guys. We can become better versions of ourselves. Just And the only reason why you can do that is because you're imperfect. The only reason why you could do that is because you mess up. The only reason why you could do that is because you have setbacks where they show you "Mm, life ain't perfect, where they show you "Uh, maybe you need to learn a little boundaries in this area, where they show you 
pause. You know, you can't just go, I don't know, sending money to a, a prince in Africa. Now, I'm not making fun of scammers. You know, listen, these scammers work overtime or people have been scammed. Listen, I think I have been scammed in one way. Not like that, but, you know, they, they be close to getting us. You know, that's all I'm going to say. But I'm, I'm definitely not one of these people that's out here. Again, I'm going down a personal rabbit hole, but I'm going to move on. The point is we have these negative experiences in life and we hate them. But without the negative experiences, it doesn't give you an opportunity to improve in life. And because those negative experiences could be something that is internal, like something you look at within yourself, like, wow, I really messed up or I really need to grow here. Great. You realize that. Let's get better. Or that negative experience could be someone, something that comes externally, where, as I said, you experience it from secondhand from somebody else. And it says, you know what? Great. Now, if I'm ever faced with this situation again, I'll know how to address it. But it's only if you use it in that way. It's only if you self-lead yourself through it in a healthy manner. And this is just like a perfect time for me to essentially use the imagery that I say that I have the beautiful voice from the vo- voice, the voiceover, um, not voiceover. What am I saying? The introduction. Yes. Um, uh, lady, she does a great job. <laughs> um, where I, I wrote down with ownership, action, action and growth. We can be set back only to be catapulted forward into a wiser, more fulfilled you. And I wrote that down because I felt like um, that was really God inspired um, because I started to imagine a slingshot or a catapult. And in terms of you can't, you can't um, send anything, you can't send that rock or that stone or whatever you're catapulting forward um, with that much momentum without setting it back. And sometimes, not sometimes, well, some like, again, I don't want to take away from the truly, truly negative experiences. I know I joke a lot, but really, I feel like this topic is very, very important um, because there are, I mean, we j- I just said some very surface level things, but there are really hurtful things that take place um, in life, there are things that we don't desire without, you know, getting too much into it. Because I, again, this is what I want this platform to be about. There is abuse. There is manipulation. There is just so much that happens to our life in our lives that we don't deserve, that we did not earn, that we didn't ask for. And it's not to say that those things were meant to be. Nope. We live in an imperfect world. There are people who do evil things. Um, and those things unfortunately happen. However, it's only, we are the only species that we are blessed enough to, when that happens to us, unfortunately, that we could still use that and pivot. We could still use that and become better. We could still use that because the only other option is to let it kill us, is to let it take over, is to let it own us. And so even though it sucks, even though you should not have that responsibility, it is yours to to own you, to decide regardless of what I've been through. This is, this is why I feel like people can say that even there, I don't take L's, right? That I just, I either, I either win or I, I gain lessons because it's even when things that are terrible are taking place in our lives, we are the, we are able We have the capability 
to say, I'm going to still use that for my good and become wiser and better. And, um, and that, this is where the group, I just want to say this as well too. This is where the group aspect comes into when I talked about, um, when the movement and initiative of we all go forward that I started in my community, it does take a group because what that means is that, um, when you get better, you can now be that person for somebody else because unfortunately somebody else is going through or will go through what you've gone through. And then you can now become that person to say, when they see how you've managed that, when they learn that about you, and now they want to gift you that influence over their life and say, how did you do it? Like, Kim, you know, person from, how did you, you know, go through being a child of an immigrant? How did you go through dealing with a really hard mom, loving but very hard, strict mom? How did you go through being a single parent household? How did you go through rejection from fa- from fatherhood? How did you go through being raised in Philadelphia? Love Philly, I love Philly, but you know we have our we have our things, and that's again part of why I started the we all go uh, we all go forward um, movement. But anyway, moving on. Um, how did you go through? Um, this disappointment, that disappointment? How did you go through this loss? How did you go through these self-esteem issues and still manage to progress and still manage to achieve and still manage to attain, right? This is where somebody can gift you that influence. And then without you even trying to be a leader, you already are because you can now say, you know what, this is how I've arrived at this level. So, you know, that was a lot of talking, but I hope it was really helpful for you guys. The rest of anything that I had to say, I'll just kind of go through quickly in terms of, um, one, I just wanted to really kind of lay the groundwork in terms of why why this topic, why self-leadership through setbacks, um, and who this topic is for. Well, if you don't know already, it's for anybody who's ever had hard moments. If you're a person who have had hard moments, and that's everybody um, in one shape or form, um, we've all had hard moments. We all can say that we probably got to a place where we've had low expectations for ourselves, for those around us. And it's just a dangerous thing. It spills over. Um, it, I won't get into it, but it does. So th- th- this be- this becomes something that, that could be for you. So that is who this topic is for and you know how we're going to get through these things well you know we're going to um, like i said this will be a platform i, I we, the plan is to bring on really amazing um people and have a lot of great discussions with them we have a lot of great things in store um some things will just be me talking to you like i did today and other things will bring in people that hopefully insert a, a point of view or an expertise that i don't have and that can just really really be helpful and so um um, that's what's coming. And essentially, if I could just sum it up in terms of what you'll gain from these uh, episodes to come is that you'll gain help for current setbacks, but not just help for current setbacks. It, you'll my, my goal is that you'll be prepared for setbacks to come, right? Because um, that's what it's all about. If we're not preparing ourselves for what's to come and um, what's next, then, you know, we're just kind of doing ourselves another disservice and we're just preparing ourselves to respond in a way that won't help us through. But we're going to, this is all about growth. It don't matter if you didn't, if you haven't dealt with setbacks well in the past, choose today, right? So I want to leave you guys with a fun fact. I was thinking, how can I end this episode um, every time I end it, you know, podcast people always got something cool 
And I'm like, I'm not cool. Well, my son loves fun facts. I'll tell you about those uh, rugrats another time. Um, But I have a son and a daughter. They're amazing. Um, And my son, he loves fun facts. I mean, this boy, he won't remember when he got a quiz at school, but he can remember I don't know, the every animal that you can find in the forest and, you know, how long, I don't know, what a ring-tailed lemur eats. He he just, he's that type of person. So regardless, I decided to use fun facts as the way to end every episode. So here we go. Fun fact. Did you know that the word evolution comes from a Latin word, meaning an opening of what was rolled up or to unfold, open up, expand, release. In this episode, we discussed how a destination is not perfection. Rather, it's progression and progression into a wiser, more fulfilled, evolved us. Well, I think we've heard repeatedly and even understood that knowledge is the accumulation of information and that wisdom is the execution of or the application of that information. But what I don't think we often hear or understand is what intelligence is. And if knowledge is the act of getting information and wisdom is the application of that information, then intelligence is our ability to do both. That's right. Intelligence is literally defined as the ability to not just apply new knowledge and skill, but it's also the ability to acquire it, which means, folks, we often see the most intelligent person in the room as the person who has demonstrated, exhibited that they have a skill. They're the person who can build the latest and greatest, um, most innovative car or computer. They're the person who can solve the latest mathematical algorithm. Or in this context, they're the person who can self-lead themselves, what almost seems like so easily, effortlessly, through setbacks. And none of that is wrong. That person is indeed intelligent. However, intelligence is not just that you have those skills. Intelligence is and starts with the very fact that you can have those skills. That's what makes you intelligent. And so when we see within the very definition of the word evolution is the meaning that to evolve is to unroll, is to open up, is to release, then the the connection becomes very clear. And that is in order for us to become a progressed version of ourselves, we have to understand that the very intelligence to do so is already within us. That's right. Everything you need is in you. The ability is in you. So even when you don't have the skill to forgive, even when you don't have the skill to emotionally regulate, even when you don't have the skill to you name it and to help you get through a setback, you have the ability to learn how. Isn't that, doesn't it speak to what I spoke to earlier when it comes to human beings being the only species to evolve? When we look at animals, when they evolve, they evolve by survival of the fittest, meaning portions of this of a species has to die in order for certain genetic traits to continue and be the majority in within the species. But within human beings, we're very blessed and lucky 
that you don't have to die, meaning it doesn't have to be the next generation that learns how to survive what you have struggled with. The only thing that has to die are the versions of you that no longer serve you. The only thing you have to do is unfold, open up, expand, and release what's inside of you. It kind of reminds me, and it brings new meaning and perspective to a well-known command that simply says, be fruitful and multiply. And it reminds me of what Dr. Miles Monroe had put so eloquently when he talks about the mango fruit and the seed. A seed already has exactly what it needs inside of it to produce fruit. Well, guess what? You're a seed planted on this earth and within you are seeds and within you are exactly what you need to produce a fruit that only you can contribute and and deliver to this world. We're all in need of it. We all go forward. It's about progression, not just for yourself, but for those who will give you influence over their lives. So today, I hope you open up and release that seed So that way, the fruit that's within you can be released and you can be so very fruitful and multiply your influence over those who would gladly receive it. All right, that is our episode for today. And though that was our fun fact, my question will always be, will it be your truth? And something tells me it will be. Hey, and thank you so much for joining us on our very first episode of We All Go For Podcast. Remember, as we move in the right direction, that is forward and progressing, never stagnant, we become a resource to help others move in the right direction as well. And the cycle continues, but only if we move. If you go and I go, then we all go forward. Let's get moving.